We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello there. Hi. And welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. <laughs> you hijacked it. Yes, you I have. hijacked it. Yeah. Well, I thought that was what we were doing these days. Yes. <laughs> A true pirate. Have you considered playing scum, sir? Yar. <laughs> well, I am Stefan and. Yeah, I, my name is Kisli, obviously. I'm just I'm I'm baffled. This is this is Yen. found it, and I am it. <sighs> so, step step. Are you taking taking over or? No, I just thought we we should change things up this uh, this week around. Okay. and then and then when when people have sort of. Recuperated after our short Icelandic summer, then we can go back to the old way of doing things, right? Yeah, I mean it's summer right now. Mm-hmm. Been for the past two or three days, like like fifteen to seventeen degrees or something. Yeah, it's two like, or three days. So we're like halfway uh, into the summer by now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so in about in about a week it will be autumn, and then two weeks it will be time to decorate for Christmas. <laughs> Wait, step it. When did you get a get a Canadian accent? Uh, did, did you guys I, hear this? I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um work is beginning to wind down. Um I had a lot of been very 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 busy for like six months straight with various things that just high priority on top of each other mm. so having some time now um managed to get a game in physical game against somebody that was not you know like my regular playing partner um uh, last week which was uh, fantastic um mm-hmm. so yeah life is good <clears throat> Nice. nice. And the weather in Denmark has been like, like we are over 60, 70 degrees and rising. So, I mean, we will have summer within like two weeks, I think. Oh, oh I'm I'm going to, I'm going to Spain in like a month. I can't wait just to but, get a proper sun. But I mean, Spain in a month, that's not summer. That's just like, yeah. It's warm, I know. No, 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 no. It's scorched. Yeah, but I'm near the ocean, and and I have a pool. Ah, okay, I guess that helps a little bit. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Have you guys been playing anything? Like two point, uh, I don't know, six. Is that what it's called now? 
I think on this podcast, we refer to it as 2.5 beta 2. <laughs> At least I do. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But it is the 2.6 is sort of catching on, maybe. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Um, I played a game, sure. Yeah. It was okay. I played the uh, tag thing. Yeah. Yeah. So scramble. Scramble. Sure. That's uh, a much much better objective now than it was. All right. Like mm-hmm. way better. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I gotta say, at least for me. Yeah. I think I think everybody in Iceland is playing it wrong because everybody's more on the line of trying to kill. Mm. Uh, the ones that I've played with, yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, but I'm still undefeated in 2.5, I think. Mm-hmm. That is a bold what? statement. What are you doing this weekend? Well, we are almost in the weekend. I think, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Gold Squadron has that trial out tournament tomorrow. Oh. Um, it's free. I don't know. I kind of. Uh, Sound out. I'm so looking forward to a whole weekend weekend with like nothing to do or big plans mm. or tournaments to go to or flights to catch or yeah, having to go to work uh... or anything. If I wanted to, or or I'm, I would rather say if my wife was so inclined, I could sit in the couch the whole weekend. <laughs> Yep, mm-hmm. that's that checks out. Mm-hmm. Yep, but I'll probably be do some painting and stuff. <laughs> yay, yay! Mm-hmm. That's almost as fun and relaxing, but you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem is that it involves more work. Yeah, and and also I have a funny kind of I am old and I'm not prepared to deal with this quite yet kind of uh, feeling at the moment because my my 15 year old my oldest he just went to spain without us <laughs> uh the little the rascal uh, you know the little guy that can't even keep his room tidy is going to another country yeah with 35 other guys that can't keep their Rooms tidy. (laughs) So they're going to Spain for like a football camp. And I'm like, uh, I'm not ready for this. (laughs) No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I mean, it was okay until like, uh, uh, (laughs) they're in Spain and uh, there's like, there's like a really popular uh, training, training facility for footballers to go to and it was all right for them going until they uh, the the uh, the girl team from the same uh, oh. uh, club is also going there so so are you saying that they had to me. score <laughs> yeah there was a <laughs> there was a jape about uh, maybe we should have them pack condoms. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, at that age, uh, I know things were happening, and I was at that age. Well, I mean, better to pack them and make balloon animals out of them if you don't use them, than not to pack them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, Slightly returning to X-Wing, um, yeah. we've also Wait, seen what? the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a habit. Uh, we've reached the the submission deadline for signing up for XTC. Yeah. And... Hmm. Uh, X-Wing Team Championships, for yes. those who are not familiar. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's certainly a smaller field than last year. Uh mm-hmm. I think I haven't actually sort of deeply studied the list of countries that made it through, but I think there's a lot of smaller countries, especially who has struggled a bit uh, mm-hmm. for probably for a lot of reasons. But I mean, I know for uh, Denmark, we were like, it was like a last day decision that I simply, I could not put together a squad, mm-hmm. even with, mm-hmm. you know, putting in the, the cheapest and the worst mercenaries I could get, i.e. aid. Hey. Yeah. You did never signed up, Steppy. Yeah, <laughs> because because you said, Oh, don't bother, I'm not doing it before I you know, I had the form <laughs> open on my computer. I, I I was just looking at what which weeks I could have played in. Yeah. And, the, but, and then but, also like No no but at, the, at that point I was realizing that uh in order to uh to set a team for week five we would only have like three players who could actually play. Uh, and that mm. was even if I could make it all work out and they would fit the factions that we wanted to play and so on and so forth. So it just became impossible. Team captain, you just make decisions and make people play whatever. Mm. Yes, but <clears throat> I mean, I'm also a little bit competitive. So, I sure. mean, if I showed up and uh, told you to play, I don't know, a droid swarm, would you, you know, be good? At I that? would fucking do that. But would you be good at that? I would become good at that. Okay. That's good. But um, you probably would, actually. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> anyway, uh, we ended up punting, and I hope they will do, like, I'm, I'm, I'll be excited to watch this time, maybe spend some more time streaming. Uh, it's still... 19 or 20 teams that is going to participate probably 19 countries and then they're going to do like a united nation pirate team um yar yar um Mm -hmm. and i mean we'll see and then we'll have like four groups of five and eight eight countries in the final that is then going to be played over a weekend but there were a lot of talks initially like are we going to do it like last time with the one game per week, or are we going to do like a qualifying weekend, or mm. or something like that? And if they, I think there would have been more countries who were able to set teams if it had been a qualifying weekend. Yeah, because it's really hard. Uh, that's what I found out at least with my players to sort of tell people, "Oh, can you please set aside these five weeks all over <laughs> July and say yeah. that you are able to play a game per week, like during the summer vacation?" That's that's not flying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So XTC should really be an autumn thing, at least while it's online, right? 
Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be like, uh, or even like, I mean, the, the placement of the final, which is like late August, is probably fine. But maybe the qualifier, mm. if you want to do the one game per week, the qualifier should be in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I'm sure it will be a lot of good matches. And uh, I actually think we'll get a very good meta read out of like where where it's at. Because mm. it's like multiple people. And there's a very few... like subpar players who are taking mm-hmm. part, who make it onto an XTC team. So so it's going to be super competitive. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Iceland is not competing either. Basically. Mm-hmm. There just wasn't interest, apparently. No, yeah. It was like me and Stebby. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 So. It's rough. And I mean... Even with that, it would be hard to. I could have pulled both of you in, and we could have made the mm-hmm. Iceland, but I didn't even have enough Danes for that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we could always. Uh, we should be able to swing that we're just Danes. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. Depends on well, you know what time zone you're living in. Nineteen forty-five. We would be <laughs> Danes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you were just stolen by the evil evil Americans who put thoughts of freedom and shit into your brains. Yeah. <laughs> well, first the and British, then, then the Americans. Oh yeah, but the, the the British, you quickly, you know. Yeah, we got of, rid of them. Yeah, yeah you we didn't like them, them the very table. much, and then they stole your fish, and now you don't like them, and it's yeah. Oh, damn British. <laughs> anyway. So, should we get into uh, news? More news? Let's do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we got a uh, info on the Battle of Yavin. Uh, yeah. So then standard loadout pack and and more. Yeah, the scenario, the scenario pack. Yeah. Scenario yeah. pack they call it. Uh, yeah. So we should have gotten like. Uh, as we're recording here, we should have had the, the mini extravaganza start yesterday, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it has been postponed due to like AMG people getting COVID. Um, yeah. yeah, they're still using that excuse. What? <laughs> I, mean, I think well, last time it was the internet that was down or something. But uh, who knows? Uh, speaking uh, of reusing it, old stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have well, a co- we- do you have COVID in uh, in Iceland at all anymore? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. Actually, it's actually picking up again. So yeah, it's on the rise. Everybody's traveling and you know coughing in each other's faces. And nobody cares anymore. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I mean, I don't actually know where we're at in Denmark because we were for the for most of COVID, we were like probably one of the countries in the world that tested the most sort of per capita. Um, yeah. And now we just don't. So I mean, if you don't test. There's no COVID. There's no COVID. So anyway, <laughs> um, apparently AMG are some pieces of shit because there is no COVID. 
We did not say that. We're just, you know. It's an you. it's an inside. Joke. It's a very inside joke. We would never <laughs> we would never say such things about him. No, mm-hmm. but long-time but, listeners might get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Instead, they released uh, a bit of something today uh, via social media. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this pack, I mean, I people think... were mad at, in the beginning. Yeah, people are always mad, right? No, no, just just by the look of the front of the pack because they have interceptors, yes. and then apparently AMG did some made up lore about the interceptors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not made up. I mean, there's a freaking there's... interceptor at Sky Strike Academy. They were invented. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I okay. If if listener haven't read this, I I, I need to read this. Uh, are you guys okay with me reading? Are you, you're yeah. going to read from the article, by the way. Which yeah, is like yeah, the from first the article, a, the first AMG article. Yeah, and I think the the error they have in this article is that there isn't one. Maybe. Oh wait. Uh, so yeah, okay, that might be it. Okay, it says since the Battle mm-hmm. of Yavin reveal at Star Wars Celebration, some keen-eyed fans have noticed the appearance of a tie IN interceptor in the cover art. A seemingly odd inclusion, given that these ships don't appear in battle on screen in A New Hope. The inclusion of these new TIE interceptors was deliberate and done in close partnership with Lucasfilm. While it's true that the interceptor doesn't appear in the film, we know that it did exist in a prototype stage at the time of the battle, and and that there, there was an Imperial fleet stationed nearby enough to the Death Star that many of its ships were damaged or destroyed in the wake of the Death Star destruction. Really? <laughs> so what they were in a hangar and they were I mean, collateral if they don't, damage. If they yeah, don't listen to players, you complain. And if they do listen to players, try to explain no. themselves. All <laughs> okay. complain. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I super don't care if there's an interceptor <laughs> in this pack. I like. I don't care at all. Just bring as many ships as they like. It's a game, whatever. But uh, a made-up lore like that? I mean, people who are mad, they're not going to be less mad because of some made-up lore. (laughs) I I absolutely agree. But I also want to say that people who are mad are wrong. Well, that's where I say you are wrong, Jan. (laughs) and, and, And Gisli, you didn't even read the best part of this. We wanted to ensure that this scenario pack provides an exciting range of new content, so we worked with Lucasfilm and determined that it was likely (laughs) that prototype TIE interceptors were part of the fleet composition surrounding the Death Star and and that Aiden Versio and Sigma Squadron were some of the initial test pilots for these new Starfighters. Oh, it's likely now. And like... (laughs) and, and, And I was already... You know, seething as you know in our in our sort of interchats before the the show that you know sh- sacrilege, how dare they go against New Hope, and then this sort of explanation is sort of uh, oh yeah no no it's 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 all okay we we determined it was likely you know yeah so they did get actual confirmation 
were, who were they talk, talking to? The, like the, the woman working the phones? Do you yeah. think it's likely that the interceptors were? I'm not sure, sure, it's likely. Uh, I guess uh, it could have yeah. been. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, and and they probably you know oh it's AMG here on the phone. As you think, oh Jesus Christ, another another oh, crazy fan calling again. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get out of this? Sure, a wizard did it. Yeah, it's likely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely was. No, not yeah. definitely. That yeah. is likely. Likely, it's likely. Okay. Yeah. Will that make you happy? Yeah. 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 Debbie, yep. are, are are you like are, are you like going full on nerd rage on this, or are you just a little miffed? <laughs> I am, you know, I'm not. I don't know. I'm. I. Yeah, sounds I, like you are. <laughs> let that, Let's that, just say. Let's Let's just say that I might. Uh, I might have a house rule that. If you're going to be playing this pack in my house, that that you at least have Tie Fighter models instead of Tie Interceptors. I don't care what you do with the tiles, or you know, it it can be you know, it can be super good Tie Fighters, but I'm I'm not having the Tie Interceptor model on my Yavin game table. <laughs> uh, but I mean, if you look at StarWars.com and you look for the mm -hmm. databank, databank entry for TIE Interceptors, it states mm -hmm. there, and that is official canon, right? Yeah. And it was also there before AMG called the reception. Called cult of only <laughs> And it yeah. says it was first deployed 16 years after the fall of the Galactic Republic in free mm -hmm. BBY. So, yeah. I mean, why but, wouldn't there be one there? Mm. I mean, yeah, why weren't but, there gunboats there? Why weren't there tight defenders there? Because all these mm -hmm. things existed at the time. Mm -hmm. And the answer to those questions is probably, well, Lucas, this was 1977, and Lucas had a budget. Mm. And he hadn't made up this shit yet. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, and, uh, industrial lights and magic hadn't quite gotten around to basically pasting these sun wings onto the Thai cockpit in any way that they could figure out. Yeah, they out. only made one variant of the uh, let's put two panels on a ball. Yeah. Right? But yeah. But but at the same time, you know, you you have to understand that this is, you know, we're we're not just talking about any film. It's, we're not just talking about hand waving some scene in Rise of Skywalker that nobody cares about. We're we're talking about the, the most iconic battle in all the the holiest of holy grails. And you know, this is not this is not where you start improvising. You know, so you know, but at the same time I will yield that it's it's not a huge deal. And if it's balanced and you know if it's done well enough then it shouldn't matter. But it's still it, it it's an odd decision. For me, well, to be I... fair, Stepi, to be fair, mm -hmm. uh, for those I don't know, forty years or something that that Lucasfilm had the license before uh, Disney had it, they had like writers mm -hmm. all over the globe writing 
bunch and bunch of horribly made yeah. stories yeah about everything and nothing and and lucasfilm just yeah sure print it whatever mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah and by the way in that timeline the interceptor would not have been present in the old legends yeah timeline because there the interceptor was created as a response to the uh, a-wing and the mm-hmm. a-wing was created after the battle of yavin because some rebel smartass realized that oh sometimes it's just about having the speed mm. and and i i have to say i'm probably a little bit stuck on that time as well because during those days canon you know canon wasn't the same as canon you had like tiers of canon so if it was in a film you know you could basically write whatever shit you wanted but if the film contradicted you the film was right you know yeah so so for me you know seeing an interceptor on the on the yavin pack that sort of made it for me like a, okay yeah this this doesn't jive with <laughs> the 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 film t- <laughs> we we have the documentary about the battle of yavin in there <laughs> we've all watched it a few times but but yeah but I'm, I'm i'm also going to say i mean they they probably put the interceptor there also just to balance things out otherwise yeah. people would would just be flying vader and inter- and and tie fighters just yeah. those two ships mm-hmm. yeah and... Absolutely, and a single tie advanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, no, the no. Vader. Vader. Yeah. Vader. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> but but before we go, get into the content, I just want to say, Stebby, it is great you are being the bigger man. In that case, <laughs> I'm going to have to be the smaller man. <laughs> okay. The very very small man that just says, "A New Hope," the holiest of the holies. It is probably one of the worst free Star Wars movies ever freaking made. No. No, 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 no. You did not Always say that. Always the protagonist, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I actually feel that. Do you really think it's worse than Return of the Jedi? I, I said, yes, absolutely. No, Return of the Jedi is without a doubt the worst of the Return of, Return of the Jedi can uh, can be is is a serious candidate for the best. No, for are are, are you saying well, a we, new hope? A new hope is is worse than uh, Attack of the Clones. No, it's about the same level. No, are you? Nah. <laughs> I think I I think wow. we, we, okay. we risk rehashing the discussion we have had in episode yeah. one hundred. Can we can we throw Jan out? <laughs> I, I, I think this oh. discussion comes up every fifteen episodes or so. So yeah, so yeah, but it's only been twelve. So okay. we have to wait a bit. It's not time yet. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I with me having proving how that... small I can be. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting that in 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 the Star Wars uh, nerds uh, rings. It's mostly talk about what is worst in Star Wars, not as the, not what you love or what is best. It's, I think it's equally yeah. discussed what is worst, uh, bad about Star Wars. It is. We are very toxic fandom. I agree. Uh, okay, so uh, trying to bring us back a little bit. So this pack contains twenty. They actually write them here in the back as ship cards, but it's like oversized, pre-built with upgrade cards. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get more into that. Then there are two oversized scenario exclusive upgrade cards, which we don't know what is. Uh, eight Death Star Trench tokens, which we don't know how work. Uh, 11 new ship bases, so I guess that's the cardboard things. And a rules insert. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's a lot of people who were like expecting that they would get like build your own trench in full cardboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so only a tr- only a trench. Why not a full Death Star? A full Death Star <laughs> in in a scale where when you play at it, you don't notice that it, that the the surface curve. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm actually a little bit surprised that we didn't get any uh, that there isn't any um, sort of cardboard turbo laser turrets because mm-hmm. they seem somewhat relevant to the battle, even though they are yeah. mostly ineffective. They're still wait. There. Wait, do we know what we get? But I mean, uh, do we do we know how the things look? I mean, it's cardboard, but will there be cardboard turrets? Do we know yeah. that? I, I don't think there will, because we do have uh, a picture of the back of the box where it's, it says the content. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. should, should, should we read? It, it's 20 ship cards, uh, two oversized scenario exclusive upgrade cards. I guess they're oversized, so you can't bring them to a tournament or something like that. And then eight, them in the back. eight Death Star trench tokens. Yeah, that could be uh, that could different be turrets. types of tokens there will be two turrets and like uh what are, yeah I don't know. The, one of them has to be the target right the the excess port maybe or maybe it is like some tokens you acquire and i think it's gonna be a little bit of a weird mechanic mm. uh i mean even the people who actually mm. made uh like the people who tried making like fan trench run scenarios of which some is apparently quite good Mm-hmm. They had sort of had to concede with you know how does how do you build a trench on a physical table and make it work, so mm-hmm. I think people are gonna find this a little bit weird, and, and you're gonna have to sort of concede to the game design, but that doesn't mean it's bad. But yeah, mm-hmm. I am pretty sure that they would have spelled out if there were if, if there were turrets. turrets. So mm-hmm. All right. um. <clears throat> I'm a little bit surprised that we don't like that they don't use this to just throw in like objective markers and and the other things mm-hmm. because yeah. this is clearly like a 2.5 product. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe it de- maybe it wasn't originally actually. Huh? There's nothing in this that necessarily needs to have been 2.5. Mm-hmm. I'm no, also thinking I, about I... like the production time and all that. Yeah, or maybe no, they maybe Effigy uh, started it and like uh, AMG shelled it for a little while. I think this is AMG from the beginning. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, that. I think so too. But they've started. Mm-hmm. They must have started work on this just as they took over the. the well, at least they... from, at least from the oh boy I saw from an ex developer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they saw this it's probably purely AMG mm. yeah I don't okay. know anyway so we also don't know if this is going to work on a on a normal sort of free by free mat or or not 
they said somewhere it doesn't say on the box i don't i couldn't find the source for it but i read somewhere that it will be uh, the scenario itself if you play it would be yeah 35 squad points yeah it's it's in the article uh they say it's a massive engagement where players build squads to a limit of 35 squad points and face off to determine the fate of the rebellion and uh well for for me i will be most interested to see how uh, uh how the legacy crowd will convert that into legacy format you know is it 400 points old or whatever but yeah, uh or, or if they're even gonna try i mean yeah if, it is if they're scenario, even gonna try right i mean they don't yeah. like scenarios so and and if it's if if it is a scenario you know that has you know if these ships are you know well defined enough that come with a pack that they actually do just fill out 35 points or you know if you if it's sort of like something you have to build into then I'm sure people can just adjust into it because that's actually the next thing that we should perhaps talk about. Yeah, the, I, I would think that they, they fill out to 35. Yeah. Because there is 10 ships on either side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps 3.5 seems a bit low, actually. So maybe you don't... Yeah. Maybe you have to choose only that you would typically like fly seven or eight of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But should we start looking at the ships then? Is that what you wanted to do, Stebby? Yeah, that that's because, you know, the the one thing that they do talk about is that they introduce standard loadouts to X-Wing. Uh, mm-hmm. Standard loadouts are a new type of ship card that incorporates all of the ship's abilities and upgrades on a single card. And then they say many standard loadouts have unique abilities and upgrades that aren't available anywhere else and are built specifically to fly with the other ships in the same scenario pack, as well as fitting seamlessly into squads that players have already built to bring new strategies and playstyles to the table. So, you know, they they are thinking, you know, this is what you can bring to the scenario, but you can also bring it to standard play. Yeah, and they've confirmed that these will be standard. Yeah. Table. But should we just jump in and, and look at the Luke? Yeah. The Battle of Yavin Luke. Yeah. So, uh, uh, eight, you're the rebel. Sure. Uh, so there's a, like, a oversized card thingy mm-hmm. with Luke Skywalker running the trench. And Luke Skywalker, Battle of Yavin. So the same stat line. Three, two, four, two, and two fours. Mm-hmm. After you are declared as the defender during an attack, you may recover. So basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Although notable, he doesn't have any foils. Nope. No, he doesn't. All right. But what he does have is like uh, a talent. Attack speed. Mm-hmm. After you fully execute a three or a four maneuver... Uh, straightforward, that is, forward mm-hmm. mover. You may boost using the one forward template. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Instinctive aim. While you perform a special attack, you may spend one force to ignore the focus or lock requirement. So that's just instinctive aim. Yeah. And then he has proton torpedoes, two charges, same kind of proton torpedoes we have. And then we have R2-D2, 
the one after you reveal your dial, you may spend one charge and gain one disarm token to recover one shield. And this segment has two charges, yeah. unlike the three charges we have on the regular R2D2. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then finally, he and all the uh, all the rebel ships have the ability Hope. After mm -hmm. another friendly ship at range 33 is destroyed, yeah. you may perform a focus of boost action. It is mm -hmm. basically hopeful, mm -hmm. uh, but without the uh, limited. Uh, yeah, yeah. Word. Remember yeah. when they mentioned those standard loadout cards first? When they first mentioned those? Mm -hmm. and they talked about, so, I mean, we're thinking about making those standard loadouts, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Who might, I mean, and they then they said, like, wouldn't it be cool if you could get a cheaper version of your favorite pilot because you can't build it like you want to. Mm. If you look at that look, would you want that look to be cheaper than the look you can actually um, build now? Proton Torpedo Instinctive Aim or Tito Attack Speed look? Yeah. I'm not sure I want that, no. No, well, exactly. No, I think this is... <laughs> I think this at, is bonkers. This is at, uh, I mean... This is, this is just, this is like 1.0 power creep here. I feel. Um, I mean, it's not a it's not a liquid burners, which a lot of people are flying on him now. Uh, and uh, it no, um, but attack speed is not burners. No, uh, but the, the ability to do a bank boost and also have it work on your free hearts and your free banks I, is huge. I guess AMG got enough feedback from their little query about what what would the boost action be like if you could couldn't do the back boost <laughs> yeah but i agree I, that i mean this is a very strong look i personally think that the look we have right now which loadout wise allows you to just exactly equip instinctive aim proton torpedo star 2d2 although with free charges on r2d2 mm -hmm. uh, and then you're out of loadout points um, i think yes, he but... is perhaps one point under costed at six uh so this cannot be less than six. There's... Yeah, but with this attack speed, uh, you yeah. can't. He, you, you can't uh, range control this. He's always gonna get you if he's going forward. I mean, this is uh, relatively five and six forward, right? Yeah. So that's that's a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Notice that he doesn't have S force though, and I yeah. wonder whether that is a mistake or, um, or they decided that with they that they always had their wings open when fighting. Mm -hmm. So we had to remain true to to Yavin, right? Uh, mm -hmm. If he could close the wings, I would just want to point out that attack speed, the boost there, is not an action. Mm -hmm. Which means that, like, if you're playing boxes, you can still use attack speed. Mm. Um, it also mm. works when stressed. Blah blah. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, perhaps more importantly, since it's not an action, if you had uh, foils, you could do a four straight, do the attack speed straight boost, 
and then as your action you could boost focus mm. and that would give you like an eight straight or like a six straight and a one bank on top mm-hmm. would which is probably why you don't see the foils on this card. We can hope so. <laughs> or it could also or, be an overlook. There's no other X-Wing, so we don't know if it's... Or it could be because the card is, you know, the config card is something you have to flip back and forth, that they just didn't want it printed on there, so you could have it, like, to the side and flip it. That by, That's actually a very good point, that uh, mm-hmm. these, these uh, build cards there, Mm-hmm. Very hard to do with double-sided cards. Well, yeah. well. To be fair, you could just do it. You 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 could just flip the whole card. Oh yeah, but the problem is that on top of this card, you're gonna be have you're gonna have like shield tokens and charge tokens. Lying. Oh sure, sure, sure. True. So so that could be an issue. But so and- they could just you know ride on the side. I mean, they could take this card and say this is what it is, and then in the Builders say, and Luke Skywalker, Battle of Yavin is what he is, and then he has a config slot. They could do that. Can I name something that's bugging me a little bit? Uh, it's a name attack speed. Because uh, that's attack speed is generally two thirds of full speed, and Luke says, We're going in, and we're going in full throttle, which is what oh yeah, but they already made something. Worth. Yeah, it, it should have been called full throttle. I agree. It should have been called full throttle. But uh, uh, it, has there been something made called full throttle? Or yeah, that's you the know... defender and uh, the defender and the boost ability that gives an evade. Ah, all right. So you know, I guess you know, it's it's this is the you know, I'm this is not something that I'm going to you know toss my no no. But I mean, actually, instead of making this, they could just have made have given the X wings in Battle of Yavin full throttle. Yeah, so that's. But that's they do use thing. attack speed when they initially engage, where they say yeah. accelerate to attack speed. Yeah, and then then they get smoked, and then mm-hmm. then Luke figures out that let's go speed even isn't... faster. Yeah, we have to go faster, uh, which also invites one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, most. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, sentences in all of Star Wars, which is. Luke, at that speed, do you think you'll be able to pull out in time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which follows Wedge's uh, look at the size of that thing comment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All in the same scene. Look at the yeah. size of that thing. Uh, Cut oh, the chatter, no. rats, too. Uh, that's what she said as well. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, think so we got multiple culprits with huge uh, things. And going really fast. Okay, on to that's, the next. That's, that's yeah, Steppy, Steppy, you have to do the next yes. one. It's your guy. Yeah, my guy. Darth Vader, Battle of Yavin. He has the pilot skills, six, and then two, three, three, two. Whoa, wait a minute. That's not a two. That's a three. He has three shields and then the three force. Hmm, something is... <laughs> Something is afoot here, right? And then, ah, well, at least he has three force and he can use them to chain his axe. Wait a minute. While you perform an attack, you may spend one force charge to change one blank result to a hit result. So he has the defender ability on the TIE Advanced. He has the advanced targeting computer and all of his regular actions there. 
but his <clears throat> abilities that are sort of cooked in are marksmanship, hate, woohoo, and afterburners. So, you know, he is... It's a different beast altogether. And it's it's interesting. I mean, the extra shield makes him more durable. And with the attack force... And then he, he has the targeting computer, so he has to have... If he has it locked, then he can... He can change one blank to a hit, and then the one hit to a to a crit, and then if he has you in his bullseye, with marksmanship, he can change another hit to. So basically, he's guaranteed probably one crit every every attack he makes. You know, so this yeah, is yeah, and probably yeah, one one crit is almost is pretty much guaranteed if he's willing to spend yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, if if he's willing to to do that, yeah, yeah, but. I mean, yeah, this this could be, you know, I'm not saying this is bonkers good. In fact, you know, I think this is just, you know, okay, depending on, you know, if, what did you, he costs, what, seven now? So if he's six points? Yeah, I mean, this would be a fine six-point Vader. Yeah, I mean, this this Vader is, like, he's underwhelming if you look at the, some of the other pilots yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you do the squad point cost on him, he's probably, you know, technically, you. I don't think how much how many how much uh, squad does does he have normally for seven? Ooh, he has twenty one loadout points. Yeah, and... yeah. So the shield of grade plus the afterburners plus the hate plus the marksmanship gets you up there. But I yeah, mean, this is one of the cases where it's like suboptimal upgrades. And mm-hmm. you would probably prefer the extra actions rather than mm-hmm. the yeah. force to yeah. blank or mm-hmm. blank to hit for force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and because uh, you know it, you have it, to you have to fly him with with a target lock. Yeah, you have to fly him with a target lock, and because he doesn't have FCS, uh, then. You know, he, he has to reapply it. All he has to time. reapply it all the time if he's, you know, unless he's just keeping the lock, and then you know, not re-rolling the blanks or you know. And that's just to get the three dice gun. Yeah, basically. Get... Yeah, but you're right. The the lack of extra actions makes that advanced targeting computer like real chain on the on the end mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So I think this could be a six point Vader. I, I think that will be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh Gisty, do you want to do the next one then? Yeah. That's uh that's Iden Versu. In a tie interceptor. Well she he was likely there, you know. She. She. She, sorry. She yeah. was likely there. She was and actually she's... canonically there. But yeah, I thought the cannon said she flew a Tie Fighter, but I mean, I guess yeah, I mean a Tie Interceptor the... is a Tie Fighter, right? According mm-hmm. to the game, she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, she's an I four. Yeah, just a basic interceptor, uh, interceptor uh, stat line, except uh, she has a shield mm-hmm. as well, and she has two charges. And with that, she says, before a friendly tie at range 0 to 1 would suffer damage, you may spend two charges. If you do, prevent one hit or a crit. By the way, those charges, they are reoccurring. 
So every other round, she is just denying hits. Yeah. Or crits. Or, or crits. crits, yeah. And she has Predator and uh, something called Fanatic, which is basically fanatical from the First Order. Yeah, except it with... says if you're damaged instead of saying if you're unshielded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and then she has sensitive controls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, I mean, her ability is both better and worse. I mean, it's better in the sense that it's not limited to working on tile ends. Yeah, uh, but it's only a single hit or a crit, yeah. not just the whole dice the roll. Whole, I, I, we will like to ignore that proton torpedo. Let's pretend it never came. Yeah. Um, but on, then on the other hand, she can do this every every other turn, which is once per turn. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she has a she has a huge like shoot me sign on her back, basically. Yeah. And she still she, she, yeah, and she messes up with uh, target priority. I I think, I think, she's bonkers good, like seriously good. Yeah, mm-hmm. she got the howler in a range bubble though, range zero to one. Yeah, but I mean, just even if you consider it's just for herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, how many she, points? Uh, how many points would you think is reasonable for for this? Uh, for for an interceptor, at least five. Basically, yeah. I mean, some of them named only four. Yeah, I know, but soon tier is six. So. Yeah. Yeah. This one, this one feels like it's in the Deanery Gideon Hask territory. Mm-hmm. Is Gideon five as well? Yeah. Yeah. Then she should probably. And Sienna is also five. Yeah. Okay, I've yeah. got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. So if you put this version of Iron Virgil in the standard play with other TIE interceptors, mm-hmm. she has a sensitive controls, but the others don't have to. That hmm. is correct. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there that says it's you know a standardized loadout. Mm-hmm. No, I mean they can write it in the rules, uh, or they can write in the rules that she won't, or we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I don't know. I mean, Gorin is only four, and um, he essentially does the same as her ability. You just have to guess which, uh, and he does it every round. You just have to guess which thing the enemy is shooting at. Mm-hmm. Ahead of time, so I would not be surprised if she's four. I actually think it's the fanatical thing that puts her over, mm-hmm. because I, once she takes a little I, damage and lives, she can just mm-hmm. evade, have her ability, and use fanatical for uh, focus conversions. Yeah, there's no way for Absolutely. her to get a lock. Oh. Oh. Yeah, interesting. Um, no. Yeah, I, I think the sensitive controls is low key, uh, sneaky, good uh, moving forward in standardized play. Yeah, you, you get an I four system phase boost or barrel where you get an I four blocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Then. For the rebels, uh, 
we are getting a ton of pilots we never heard before, so we don't have normal cards for these. Mm -hmm. uh, in the Y-Wings, I think there's like three or four new ones. Mm -hmm. So here we have Pops, Crail, mm -hmm. I-4 Y-Wing, uh, 6-2, that sounds like the normal normal stat line everything. Uh, he also has the Hope thing, and then while you perform a turret attack, you may reroll up to two attack dice. Pretty good with the turret. Has an Iron Cannon turret, and advanced proton torpedoes, and an yeah. R four astromech. Mm -hmm. um, well, can I uh, <clears throat> can I interject one thing here about pops? Yeah. Well, Davish Pops Crail is basically the guy who says, "Stay on target," and then <clears throat> then he says, "We lost Tyree. We lost Dutch." And then he says, and I know what you're going to say to that, they came from behind before oh. waiter before uh. waiter shoots it down. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say it. Me neither. That's what she said. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> someone, someone had to. But does that like, mean that he is, is he, does that mean he's gold leader? Uh, he he is re actually referred to as gold leader after gold leader is killed. You know, D Dutch is gold leader, and uh, but then uh, when he says we lost we lost Harry we lost Dutch, Garantai says all right gold gold leader you should you know ah. do something you know but he is he is not. The gold leader at the start of the battle, but he gets like Vader as he's want to do gives him a battlefield promotion. He he does that a lot, you know, uh, both for his own side and the rebels. Oh. <clears throat> okay then, and then Ed, do you want to do the the final ship? All right. So we got Han Solo, and he's he's in his Falcon. That's where he is. He's got a 3185. So that's just the normal Falcon stats. And so he's got four charges. After performing an attack that hits, you may spend one charge to perform a coordinate action. Oh, what? Yeah. It's like right. Aaron Kraken. I mean, eh. Yeah, and Aaron's really good. She's just Aaron's stuck really in a, in a <laughs> she's just stuck in a bullshit shit. But okay. And then he's got another ability called Solo. While you defend or perform an attack, if there are no other friendly ships at range zero to one, you may spend one charge to re-roll one of your dice. Okay, so of the four non-reoccurring charges, you can use it to either coordinate or re-roll. Yeah. yeah. But four charges is so, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Espe especially for a scenario of you don't know how many turns. You know, uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that four is plenty. For yeah, yeah. I, I am pretty okay. sure that you will not. I would think this scenario is meant to be played untimed. Mm -hmm. And 
it it ends when either all the rebels are dead or the Death Star blows off. Uh -huh. So, uh, moving on, he's got the focus target lot and evade. So he normally gets that from the title. Red boost and uh, turret rotate thingy. And he's got his buddy in the cockpit. Uh, Chewbacca's there. Okay. <laughs> After you perform an evade action, you may gain one focus token. So <laughs> he's got perceptive co-pilot and inverse Jinnerso. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's... not really because he cannot choose to get two focuses. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's sure. It's it's but perceptive Chewy. It's pretty good. Yeah, mm -hmm. focus evade is good on a on a Falcon. Mm -hmm. uh, so, focus evade uh, and and yeah, well, okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's got an illicit slot as well, rigged cargo shoot, and that's mm -hmm. just spend one charge. He's got one charge, non-recurring. Drop one loose cargo using the one for a template. So normal rigged cargo, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's got a title, Millennium Falcon. While you defend, if you are evading, you may re-roll one defense die. So I guess that's what you're going to be doing. Yeah, Focus, so... evade, re-roll on defense, and then you got Han Solo's ability. Yeah, and if you actually have to spend the evade, then you can do. Yeah, then you can use the solo ability to still be able to re-roll that defense dice. Yeah. So he's probably mm -hmm. always re-rolling his green. So he's dying very, very, very slowly, and probably not at all. Mm -hmm. And then he's got Leeds programming or L337. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are not shielded, decrease the difficulty of your bank maneuvers. So with the red boost, and that means he has blue three banks mm. after, after he loses his shields. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing else that's... Uh, yeah, so basically so... when he loses the shields, he gets the near none proof. Yeah. I mean... I think it's kind of cute. Also but... the same way, yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of cute. Yeah, but lead, you have to flip the card to force yeah. your opponent to re-roll and lose the shields or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's kind of cute that they just say, yeah, it is actually lead that is still in there in the Falcon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. I mean, this hand is good. Um, he's really good. He's really good. I, I don't. I'm not necessarily sure he's better than normal hand because normal hand could build for regen and could build for uh, bonus attacks and. Yeah. He can be built for lots of things, but this is really, really, really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, getting yeah. fo focus, evade, and the coordinate, and then you can. Reroll your attack dice and your defense dice. I mean, that's essentially five actions a turn. I don't know, uh, because will you really be using the charges to reroll your attack dice? Won't you be coordinating? I mean, sure, maybe you can choose. I mean, <laughs> uh, engagement phase I6 coordination is really good. Mm -hmm. It is. I, I agree. I also think that, I mean, if I were at a point where we were like shooting at Vader, he was at one hall and I knew mm -hmm. that and I was range one. And if I just, you know, 
if I get this last hit, we know he dies, mm -hmm. then I probably would spend a charge. But I also think, assuming that this scenario typically goes over like 10, 12 turns, uh, then then four charges is not a lot. If it's over in six, then four charges is a lot. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think he is absolutely good. Uh, and Chewbacca there is good. And I'm not really sure what the cargo suit is there for, but I mean, it was the same movie that he talked about dumping his cargo. So I guess... But the we rig. never actually see him do it in the movie, so he really shouldn't... No, just kidding. <laughs> actually, he had already done it by the Battle of Yavin, so yeah. he, should, he should have rigged cargo shoot, but the charge should start down with no way to renew it. Yeah, exactly. No, that no, would no, be no. thematic, but not fun, though. <laughs> Definitely not fun, and probably one of the one of the uh, many occasions where fun should definitely trump theme. Um, I mean, this will this build will pair well with uh, Luke. Yeah, I mean, oh, you didn't manage to kill the guy, so I will spend one charge to give Luke a target lock. Mm -hmm. Oh, look oh, at that! Just a frozen torpedo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that he couldn't get before because he's I five and move before your waiter. You're you're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing so we can go home, right? True. Yeah. Let's let's say giving him a coordinate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So in this pack, uh, apart from the ones we just talked about, we also get mm -hmm. a new standard for Garvin Dreyas, Jack Porkins, mm -hmm. Biggs, Wedge, uh, Dutch. Mm -hmm. And then we get the new pilots, uh, Dax Tyree, the aforementioned Tyree, and Hull Auckland, the last two being in Y-Wings. So it's yeah. four Y-Wings, five X-Wings. Mm -hmm. Wait, so there's 11? Huh? No, it's uh, there's a... One, two, three, four, and then one, two, three, and then there's Han Solo in the in the Falcon, right? So it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I deeper. just can't do math. And then Han, yeah, yeah. And on the Imperial side, we get Vader. Uh, then we get Backstabber, who is one of Vader's wingmen. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. We saw Backstabber back in 1.0, but haven't seen him in 2.0. Mm -hmm. uh, then we get a new Mola Mythal, a new Wampa, and we get Dark Curse. The Iden, and then we get Sigma four, five, six, and seven, mm. which may or may not have abilities. We don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think yeah, isn't it kind numbered of weird? Target locks, right? Yeah, but isn't it kind of weird that they wouldn't just make up some call signs and try and. No, it's a little bit weird, yeah. Yeah, you know, having having gone this far to <laughs> to take off uh, assholes like myself. Yeah, uh, maybe the call center lady didn't want to go out on a limb, you know. No, <laughs> but I, I think it's important to note that I don't think they expected the level of assholery when they uh, decided on the pilots and printed <laughs> this backpack. Oh. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> they've, they've just learned an important lesson about Star Wars fans, and yeah. you know, and you a very hold. obvious, obvious lesson. You could say. You, you should. I mean, this is a phantom that has ch- chased people off social media for basically, you know, saying a sentence wrong. So, so, so that the fact that they probably, you know, that the receptionist didn't foresee this level yeah. of assholery. No, I agree. Um, it does says it does say that there is a Death Star trench. I am wondering what that means, but yeah, uh, yeah, Death Star trench token. So you know, will it have some? Is it like stuff to delineate the trench itself? Is it is it some of those things that the because from the I, readout? I, I, yeah, but I, no, but I think it is actual like the sort of obstacle things but not necessarily yeah. obstacles but things you put on on the table because it does say tokens that can mean anything that yeah. can mean like the number one to eight right yeah but if you look up in the text it says it has new ship cards a death star mm-hmm. trench and the rules for playing out the battle of yavin so Oh, so that uh, would be interesting. So that sounds more like it is like actual things that are on the table. Okay, that um, would be very interesting to see. But I think, I mean, I think it's important to differentiate between the use of scenario in this context, mm-hmm. where it's like a narrative thing with special components and special squad building and probably very different rules for winning the scenario and so on. And then saying scenario as in the four things we do in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Like the four things are just like objectives. This is a narrative scenario. Yeah. And I think that will be. I don't think we'll see this rotated into like tournament play. I don't think that's uh, the point. No, but, not, the, not the objective, but. Uh, Unlikely. The, 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 the cards will. The cards will. Uh, the yeah. standard cards will. And then oh, they'll yeah. be banned for being too good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just they can something. just be costed. I mean, yeah. I don't say as long as they don't have like dial peaking or something on them, mm-hmm. uh, then I think they. I don't see. There's oh, nothing we have seen that you can't think just cost your way out of. I think we're way past that now. I mean, it started with dial peaking and something like that. But I mean, we're getting a whole upgrade band. Just it's lazy. I feel mm. they're just banning stuff. They don't feel like. I don't know. I think uh, I, to be honest, Gisli, I would mm. almost, with the risk of, of offending the sacred uh, people. I would say that ever creating the the card hall upgrade was lazy. Mm. Sure. Okay. I might just have found the error, or maybe it's intended, but it says on the back of the box, playtime 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. I was just looking at it thinking, wow, that, actual that, that, that is quick. And... Based on the times that I have played uh, scenarios with more than, maybe you know, they're talking about setup time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like <laughs> like once in one point though, I 
I played a game with Klienur, a wonderful member of the staff at Nexus, that we took 200 points, like 200 old points, so 400 points. Yeah. And played with no time limit. And, you know, that was 30 to 45 minutes times two or three even. You know, we we were, you know, it it, it was a long, yeah, it, it was a long game. It was yeah. a fun game. But, you know, I think if... 35 squad points you know it's, it's scenario i mean it and and of course you know this battle it sounds like it could be uh you know so i'm guessing it's just some guy writing the back of the thing who says <laughs> they call the re- they called the receptionist say how long do you think this game should take and she said oh i don't know 30 to 45 minutes i don't know <laughs> um uh, it seems um yeah. It's yeah. only around. Yeah. <laughs> but especially should... like with 35 points. That might be a mode where you only have five squad points. <laughs> <laughs> or or where you uh where you just put like Luke and Vader on and and then that's it. And if yeah. Luke Luke's make makes it within firing range, then Han Solo gets to come in and shoot, shoot once. Maybe you can yeah, play that in 45 minutes. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, shall we move on to looking at uh, the World's Open qualifier from the UK? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me just... So, first, first news of that. Um, 75 people that... Uh, that feels low, like super low attendance. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, no, it absolutely is. No, I mean, I think, I think last, is. I think last time there were like somewhere between two hundred and two hundred fifty people. Yeah, and the time before that, there were way more. No, 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 no. It has never been that much more in the, in the games expo. It was more for the system opens. But it was like between 200 and 250 for the expo always, right? It, it, it wasn't that a system open? No, no. It wasn't. Well, I mean... I don't know. We've had 500-person tournament, and I feel like the first like official thing would have been a huge thing. But we have 75. Yeah. Well, some people In there... Utah. Some people have said, you know, oh, this was a bank holiday weekend, but I think it was also a bank holiday weekend when I went in 2018, which was uh, a Euros and mm-hmm. that had a lot of, lot of British people playing, mm-hmm. and some some of the people I heard from about the expo itself said that it had been packed. So it's not that people weren't there because of the Queen's Jubilee. It's mm-hmm. just that. X wingers, or and actually the the sort of the sort of lower tier players seem to have sort of skipped it. That's f- from what I got, could gather that it was more like the people yeah. that were like occupying the top tables in a two hundred people tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I'm looking at the names here, and I can I can see a lot of lot of names. Yeah, da- down the line, down the list. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and I also think that 
people made the decision whether to go based on sort of where beta one was, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I mean, there's no doubt. But I mean, on the other hand, we saw the uh, we saw uh, the Hanover one, which is like mm-hmm. it's like in July or something. Mm-hmm. That one sold out in like yeah no time. But, and I don't know yeah. how, I don't know how many seats there were. But no, I I think there were only like something just under 100 seats. It wasn't more than that. That was available. Yeah. That's what I've been told. I'm not. I I I I don't have it in from first end. But I mean, I would have gone there if uh, mm-hmm. I've had a little bit more time to arrange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it sell out after the UK? You know, or no. had they no. already sold out? It just sold out. It yeah. just sold out like mm-hmm. pretty much instantly. All right. Well, so. that's reassuring i guess so i mean we don't know what it is and i think it's also without saying that i mean there's absolutely a 2.5 effect here but there's Mm -hmm. also a just general sort of COVID effect yeah probably uh i mean we could we cannot have if, if we don't know the what the alternate reality would have looked like if we had stayed sort of in 2.0 Mm land but after covid we don't know yeah and i would i would also contend that we're in uh basically war inflation scenario that also affects some people uh Mm -hmm. you know things are getting more costly and yeah yeah you know absolutely yeah so that affects people too Gas prices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. point. Brexit, but, have, Brexit have kicked in. Mm-hmm. All the no, things. So it's we don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that some of the British-based podcasts are not. They're sort of talking about the number, but they're not really sort of speculating on why it is what it is. But mm-hmm. and they would probably know better. But it what yeah, the absolutely. issue is absolutely. Anyway, um, yep. so uh, the most popular faction was Rebels with about a quarter, uh, 18 players. Uh, Galactic Empire right on their heels with just one less. Then followed by First Order and uh, Republic at sort of like average rates of what we would expect. The same for Scum, Resistance slightly underrepresented, Separatist Alliance very unpopular pretty much yeah. i mean the only thing that really surprises anybody here is scum is a little low but i mean again first order galactic republic scum and resistance are like that's like eight to ten players so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. one yeah. person chooses differently on the day and that yeah. makes sense, right so so i think it is like rebel rebel and empire out front first order republic mm-hmm. scum and resistance sort of in the middle and mm-hmm. then separatist at the bottom. Yeah. Um, worth noting is uh, when it comes to sort of success rates, then mm-hmm. the, the faction that statistically did bad was first order with 58%. Uh, Galactic Republic had 57%, separatist had 56%. Uh, 
as sort of the average, but when it came to the cut rate, then Rebel and, and Empire really filled it all out. So it was a cut mm-hmm. to top eight, which mm-hmm. is a rather small cut, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Um, but they did also play six rounds, so that was probably the right thing to do. But of the eight that made cut, then there were three rebels and three empires, and then one republic and one separatist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What else is there to say? The average list size was all the way down to 4.4. Um, interestingly enough, with the most popular factions, rebel and, and empire representing either end of that, so rebel had mm-hmm. the lowest at 3.9. This is well, like 2.0 numbers. Sc- Scum had three, oh, 3.6. Scum right? had 3.6, which is also non-surprising because yeah. they have really good sort of seven-point range ships. Yeah, Bosk. Yeah, Bosk. Yeah, but there's, there's a few of them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then Empire had 5.4, uh, which mm-hmm. will become evident why that is the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look at list sizes, then... Oh, I should remember to scroll over here. Uh, if we look at list sizes, then uh, four ships were the most popular with nearly half the field, about 50%. About 30% took five ships, 12% took three ships, and then six and seven were like not at all popular with four and 2.7% respectively. Mm-hmm. So of and look at this in another way of the seventy five players, then only seven had more than five ships. Hmm. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense, perfect sense, because you're going to an in-person tournament, mm-hmm. and. Uh, not a lot of people want to move eight chips per per turn. No, no. I think that perhaps uh, there's a, an in-person effect, but I also think that like the the latest points update just you know took away the two pointers, and yeah, and also but also lowered some of the like seven points to six and some six to five, sort of the the Luke's and the Vaders and so on making them more attractive even if it pulled your ship count down one um i don't know if that makes any sense uh yeah it makes sense best performance if we disregard the uh uh the 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 ship counts that was very low is on the five ship list which is like 56 and a half mm-hmm. um so but but the cut rate is higher for four ship lists, um, mm. which might seem sort of counterintuitive, but that just means that you know five ships is easier to get very near to the cut. But if you can actually fly four ships really well, you can actually make the cut. So in the cut, we had five four ship lists, two five ship lists, and a single seven ship list. Which spoilers was the one that won. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, looking at initiative, then more than sixty percent of the players had brought an I six in their list. 
that is a lot. Yeah. I think we've been higher. Like we had this crazy i6 meta at, at some point in late 2.0. I think it was up to 67, but it's it's a little bit crazy. But okay. Uh Let's get into it. Uh, Steppy, do you want to do Benjamin Lee? Oh, most definitely. Um, That's what she said. Yeah, well, uh, I did play him at, uh, in the first, uh, first chance qualifier uh, back in 2019, and I managed to win him through sheer amount of luck. Yeah, great player, great person. Oh, oh fantastic person. Shout out to Ben. Big shout out to Ben. And and I'm quite happy to read this list because it kind of looks like the lists I've been looking at myself. Um, so he has Darth Vader in the X1 with Afterburners, Brilliant Evasion, Elusive, Fire Control System, and Pattern Analyzer. Then he has Seventh Sister with Brilliant Evasion, Concussion Missile, Crackshot, Elusive, Fire Con and Fire Control System. And then he has Vizier with Palpatine, and then two Jinkoists in Contraband Cybernetics. And, I mean, just looks like a pretty good, well-rounded list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, these Jinkoists are very underpriced. Uh, yeah, underpriced. Vizier, like a four-point TIE Reaper. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you. Oh, I get Palpatine as well, and a Coordinate. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, we talked about the X one, uh, but mm -hmm. so the only real surprise to me here is like, if you had five points, would you? What 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 is the, what what is the significance of that? Particularly the seven sister right there. Probably just durability. And, yeah. And also just you know she she can with a concussion missile she can she can hurt you if you're ignoring her. Yeah, and and probably a, a nice little uh, objective. Yeah, but look, thing. I mean, she has her ability, which is basically spend two two force to crack shot, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and she, she has, has crack, crack shot. shot. <laughs> yeah. So if she if she gets you, she can really get you. Yeah. But, but uh, of course, her ability is uh primary only right so you know she's not getting you with the missiles oh sure no yeah. but i mean if she puts two damage in and removes two of your evade resolves mm -hmm. yeah then i guess no. everything is fine <laughs> yeah this is fine <laughs> and then on top of that i mean she is a force user and as it turns out force is pretty good yeah I think yeah. it's super interesting that with the rise of the standard loadout points, then all of a sudden everybody's looking at brilliant innovation. Where before it was like really only like a crazy mm -hmm. editor to dodgy watchy mm -hmm. with stealth device, where people mm -hmm. were considering spending points on brilliant innovation, and it's never been mm -hmm. an expensive upgrade. But no, it's a little bit weird. Okay, uh, let me interject. Uh, yes. This is like, kind of like a toolbox uh, mixed salad list. Yeah. And it's possible because of, uh, you know, Empire having the Jingoists at two. 
Oh yeah, did I mention that she removed two of your evade results and the Jinquist might actually reduce the number of dice you roll? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this kind of feels... Uh, they they kept the Jinquists at two, right? Or the uh, TIE Fighters, some of them, to make possible the you know swarm of TIE Fighters, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. yeah. the general perception? Mm-hmm. But it's actually just enabling toolbox lists for our empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of places in the empire where you're like, oh, this is a pretty good four-point ship. Oh, but wouldn't you oh. rather have two Jinquists? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and, um, yeah. This is the problem with the 20-point system. Yeah. No, it's the problem. I, I mean... I'm not saying there's not a problem with the 20 point system, but this is the problem where you put the, when you put the Jinkoist at two, they never showed up. And well, they they were at three and nobody used them. That's the thing. Well, they were kind of new. Well, yeah, and there were uh, there were other things that people. I mean, you did you don't pay free for them when you could get an alpha interceptor for free, right? No. But now that the alpha is up and. Uh, then I don't I don't know I'm not sure I'm not saying they would be worth it free they would probably need to have much more uh, loadout um I don't know it is it is yeah. but yeah it is a problem yeah. right? but the jingoists aren't uh, guys you want to load out a lot I think you don't want to no no not no not really yeah, I mean, but yeah if you had the points right you could probably shield upgrade on them that would be fine. I just think the Jingoists are the new Blount. I think there are multiple new Blounts, but uh, especially in Empire. I think Empire won the let's have good two-point ship battle. Uh, oh, as, yeah, as absolutely. As we will see later. Okay, right. in the other top four, we have uh, Edward Moreland uh, with the single separatist list here. And he, play, he, he flew Django with Lone Wolf, Savasho Press, Thermal Detonators, False Transponder Codes, Delayed Fuses, the Slave One title, and Veteran Tailgunner. Then you had the obligatory inclusion of General Grievous with Outmaneuver and Free Impervium Plating and Solar Spawns. You had a Bombardment Drone with Aprox Mind and Fuses and Struts. DFS 081 with discords and independent calculations and struts, and a single separatist drone with discord struts and independent calculations. So, two vultures with discords, one hyena with a prox mine, and Grievous and Django. I'm sitting here wondering why the Bombardment drone didn't get independent calculations. Probably an oversight, because uh, maybe or maybe it's because does independent calculation also cost a mod slot? Maybe. I think it does. So maybe it only had one, yeah. for the, and it wanted yeah, the fuses. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, that may, that would make sense. So, I mean. No the premium here is obviously Django and Grievous, and then a little a little thing on the side. No, the bombardment front doesn't have a talent slot. Oh yeah, 
but calculations is not a talent. It's a mod slot. Okay. A mod slot. I, um, I mean, oh yeah. It's got delayed fuses instead. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Um, so it's obviously Grievous and Janko uh, doing the heavy lifting here. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Django is good value at eight points. Let me just put it that way. Mm -hmm. And Grievous at five as well. Uh, and actually, he only lost to the top two. We don't have the cut results for some reason. That was another sort of element of lazy TOing there, Chris Mitchell. <laughs> um, but he only lost to the eventual runner-up. Uh, the guy we just talked about, uh, Benjamin Lee there with, with Vader, he went undefeated in Swiss. So, yeah. Uh, Ed, do you want to do the runner-up? Mm, yep, sure. And uh, the runner-up was Bartosz. Oh, our boy Bartosz. Always up there in the top, right? Yeah. All right. So he had a rebel list and he was flying wedge in the T65 with Markmanship and Predator, Proton Torps, R3 Astromech, and the foils. Um, then he had Luke Skywalker in the T65 with Proton Torps and Afterburners and foils. Then he had. Fen Rao in the Sheath Beat Clash Shuttle. He is returned! Yes. <laughs> and uh, he, he is shuttling around the child and using an R4 astromech to do it. And then we have another T65 in Colby Sparato. And uh, he has the notorious upgrade R4 astromech and contraband cybernetics and foils. That's yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Notorious. Yeah. Notorious is a dirty, dirty, dirty upgrade. Yeah. So that's uh, straining the attacker after you defend. And yeah. And what is it this called? Is, uh... What is it? Colby does again. Aid. Colby, oh, he uh, after you perform a booster barrel, you may flip your equipped uh, foil card. Oh, yeah, so you can close the wings, do his move, boost into focus, yep. open the wings. Yeah. So essentially, with a little bit of sort of hand-waving around, he, he gets focus to boost even without closing his wings, effectively. Yeah, I mean, he, he, uh, yeah, effectively, he gets the combo, the linked action focus to boost, and then he doesn't have to roll one fewer die. Yeah, in that's pretty cool. Um, I really like the idea of the child on Fenrau because it's like, yeah. oh, if you shoot me, you get target locks. But also, mm -hmm. you might not be allowed to use those target locks because I can just tell you you can't. Because I'm Fred Rao in this field. Yeah. yeah. That's a kind of cheeky combo. Yeah, and then you have an I6 coordinator, which is also useful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very useful. 
especially with your uh, wedge and Luke as a strike team with Proton Torpedoes. And Luke is, you know, moving after the I-6s and you want to uh, give him a target lock. And That's then a lot he, of damage from two and then Parsis, and Parsis kicked the crap out of uh, out of uh, Liam Baker. L I M. L I M. The the rapper. I am. Yep. Yeah, the famous rapper. He was, yeah. He was destroyed, and Dom Flanagan was destroyed. I mean, it is quite a field. This. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wins are 22 to 4, 21 to 13, 21 to 4, 21 to 6, 20 to 11, 23 to 14. That's, that's, six that's a big margin. Yeah. Yeah, I All mean, right. it was basically only the, no, not, well, the last game, maybe you could call it close, but I doubt it. Yeah, against Janko, Grievous, Strong, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's not even close. I mean, he, he could have lost any of his ships and still won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless he was, like, having Luke Pierce killed or something, <clears throat> so he couldn't kill Janko in the last round. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. And then Geesley. Yeah. Do you want to take the winner? Yeah, Martin Chivers. He was flying uh, a TIE Swarm. Howl Runner with Crackshot and Swarm Tactics. A Gideon Hask with Crackshot Disciplined Precision Iron Engine. Iron Versio with Crackshot Disciplined Precision Iron Engines. Uh, Scourge with Crackshot Molar Mythal with Crackshot and Jamming Beam. Wonder if he used that anytime. Uh, Wampa with disciplined and just a single ISP jingoist with uh, contraband cybernetics. So yeah, yeah. just a, a seven seven tie swarm. Yeah, so he decided that Wampa was better than the jingoist. Yeah, I mean he is, and I think he's right. But you can only take one Wampa. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But that means that anybody who takes like two Jingoists and they should take a one man and Jingoist. I don't know. Mm. Valen Ruder, also pretty good. Another two point mm-hmm. option. But mm-hmm. look at the amount of crack shots on this. Yep. It seems like we as a community have forgotten how good crack shots are and now we are being reminded. Mm hmm. I mean, with the, with those loadouts, I mean, you have to spend it on something. Why not Crackshot? Yeah. I would go as far as saying that without Crackshot, this list would be a lot less scary. Absolutely. Um, and, I mean, and, and more so on some more than others, but I really think, I mean, this... What makes what makes this list, I think, special is that there's not a lot of overload. Like if you if you were to say like if if you didn't have the loadout but you had to pay for them like sort of two squad building style, 
-hmm. there's not a lot of these upgrades you would you would skip on no the precision iron engines are probably uh optional mm -hmm. um in a pinch you could start dropping the contraband from the jingoist and the disciplines that you have yeah yeah there. i was thinking disciplines. but it's shorter in that order that the the and then you would drop the swarm tactics but the last upgrades you would remove are the crack shots mm -hmm. absolutely can you imagine getting those uh uh those bull size uh on a big ship in the initial engagement it just burns. Oh, you're you're now in a position where you would have taken uh, three hits, but uh, you're taking eight instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I caught the final game here. Uh, I also caught the game where where Martian, I think he he kicked out Ollie of top eight, who flew a very similar list to to Bartosz's. Uh, mm -hmm. Luke Wedge, then he had he had a Soga and Astra and a TIE Fighter instead of uh, Fenn and Colby. And oh, he didn't he, he didn't play Ollie. Oh, he did. No, it's... No, but that's because the, the cut is not uh, is not yeah. listed. It's only... That's only matchups because I blame Chris Mitchell. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, I don't sorry. know why that is. But um, but it was streamed the the game with Ollie and I saw some of that. But I think it's just it's a really really bonkers list. And Martin just he flew them in like a a seven ship formation, just like you mm -hmm. would, mm -hmm. like with a line of four and a line of three behind, or or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And he knew exactly which ships he wanted to pick up objectives. Uh, the final was uh, uh, the the cargo thing. Um, so, like, you pick up an objective with item because mm -hmm. if somebody puts a crit into her, she can just use her ability and say nah. Mm -hmm. um, and then he picked up one with the Jinkerist or something. It was like, oh, whatever. Um, and I think that was, and and he just like, and he kept that formation for for quite a while, getting something out of Hall Runner and getting the protection of Iden, but and but then it was when it was time to break it, he he just broke it, and that mm -hmm. was it. So I think it's interesting if. I think ties are really, really good now. They're very, very affordable. There's a single ship here that costs more than three points. And that's how runner. And that's how runner, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're getting massive amount of value from how runner uh, with the eight points of loadout as well. You are, but I mean, you could also replace how runner with another jingoist and Valen Rudor. And Valen sure. Rudor is like almost, um, he has an almost CC like ability. Not quite as flexible, but for a two point. Yeah, but you're planning your attack on all the other ones, right? If you go that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you absolutely are. Uh, of course you are. Uh, but on the other hand, then 
your own to get a how runner for my two free turns. I don't know. I I, I have I've only seen um, a, a few games with it, so I, I mean it also it perhaps depends a lot on the scenario how long you can you can keep the swarm. But as soon as you lose yeah. the swarm, then then four points for how runner is a little bit expensive if the alternative mm-hmm. was two bodies sure. with abilities. But you're also you're also dictating uh, who you want to shoot at, right? So there's value in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, how how learner is not picking up uh, objectives? That's for sure. Um, yeah. But I think the the other feature of how runner is uh, the swarm tactics, uh, because yeah. how runner can afford it, uh, and that makes Wampa an even greater threat. Yep. To certain lists, right? That yep. like you can't even if you turn, if you, you can't even if you boost a wampa. I mean, uh, if you boost a wampa to i five, that means you got like four, uh, I, sh- four ties shooting at i five, and the rest are shooting at i four. And that's pretty scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. or there might even be cases where you will boost up Gideon to i five, uh, <laughs> if it if if that can give you a a PS kill. So tie swarms are back. I mean, tie swarms are back. I guess that's a positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's um, not, and it's, sure. it's like a yeah. crack swarm. Named sure. crack swarm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it. I mean, the it kind of always was in two point The crack swarm. It was named. Yeah. We had like Saint Marana and Gideon Husk and Aiden and Hellrunner and Wampa and some other. So it was it was six ships usually. Yeah, six ships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Quite good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um... Yeah. Yep. Mm. I like all these lists. As I, as I'm in the process of trying to. Uh, oh, did did you say all? List. Did you say all these lists or all these lists? All of these lists. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's, I, pick, let's pick the letter, should we? Yeah, I mean, we should we should start with you, you Jan. We know what you're gonna pick. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do a total aid. And then I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. scroll all the way down to the bottom and a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you you do and that. And then I'm gonna go for Mark Boy Oil. I have no idea how to pronounce that, but it doesn't matter. So here we have a good scum list, and we have Cat Solace, Fearless and Shield Upgrade, Joy Rekhoff, Marksmanship, Iron Torpedo, Beskar Reinforced Plating. And two Mandalorian guards with shield upgrade and marksmanship. Four fangs. Fang gang. He didn't win a single game, but he tried. Oh. That's all we want to know. 
I would say, however, that Cat Solace is committing some kind of crime by having both a shield upgrade and fearless. Mm-hmm. It seems counterintuitive. Uh, but uh, yeah, good on you, Mark. Hang gang. Hang gang. Hang gang. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what about you, Aid? Uh, should I just stay down here at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, don't don't scroll anywhere. Uh, I'm actually gonna pick my buddy Mishari Alfaris. Yes. And uh, speaking of uh, engagement phase coordination, he's got Aaron Kraken in the list. Notably, there are no Blounts uh, in this tournament, but oh. there are three Aaron Krakens. Yes, Aaron Kraken is bonkers. Yeah, so I guess it'll probably be good at I six Han Solo. Um, gets the new uh, standard loadout thingy. Um, Mishari's got veg in trick shot, proton torpedoes R four, Luke and hidden perception trick shot, proton torpedoes R three, and we got Thane uh, selfless proton torpedoes. And then Aaron as squad leader and electronic baffle. Wait, what? Yeah. I think the baffle is just the point spent. I don't think there's anything else you can do for three points. Well, mm. well, well, well. Uh, you may just. Yeah, sure. Probably. But I, I mean, mean. But I mean, basically here, right? Aaron can use squad leaders to give Wedge a focus. And then Wedge shoots proton torpedoes. Then Aaron shoots regular lasers, hits something. And then he uses his ability to probably double mod Thane. And Luke is double modded himself. Yeah. So... How do you like them apples? You can <laughs> you can alpha free proton torpedoes to the yep. face at I five and six, mm-hmm. and then a little pea shooter from Aaron. That's I hadn't seen good. this. I hadn't seen the squad leader coming though. Um, no. An alternative is you can put you can actually if if you can do it out the squad leader coordinate. You can put plasma torps in Aaron. Yeah, that might actually be good. Yeah. And I like the selfless on Thane. You know, just put a little bit of protection on Edge. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Interesting. Geesley, Stabby, any picks from you? Um, yeah, I have a pick. I do have a pick. It's Should we stay at the bottom. Uh, it's All the way a bit at the bottom. A no, potato. it's a bit higher. It's 44th place. Joshua Swanson. And he's I ho- flying. I was hoping you were, you would pick 75, but okay. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. No, because he's flying an eight ship hull swarm. Yes. It's it's quite cool. He's flying Hal Runner with shield upgrade, Iron Versio with elusive and iron cannon, Delmico 
with Iron Cannon, Black Squadron Ace with Elusive, Val and Ruder with Markmanship, Wampa with Elusive, and two ISP Jingoists with Cybernetics. This. Uh, yeah. On paper, this looks really good. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't have the same damage output as the crackshot list, but you no, true, true. But you have eight of them. Yeah, and you got oh. Alrunner and Virgil. Yeah, so yeah. you essentially have nine Tie Fighters on the table. Well, if you're gonna kill oh. the whole list. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and if you can punch the shield off something and put a damage card on it, then mm -hmm. you have both. Offensive and defensive rerolls due to Dell. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Wampa and the Black Squadron Ace on top of that have an additional defensive reroll with Elusive. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I like it. And I'm looking at it here. He, well, he lost to Tom quite, quite horribly. Six rounds. Then he had like he he won his next game, and then lost. Just barely won the next, and then just crashed and burned in game five. And he didn't do game six. Then mm -hmm. he dropped. Yeah, he lost to Dom and the two brunettes. Yeah. Well, he 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 played against against three burnets, won one of them. Oh, the he he he, <laughs> he faced three burnets in a row. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but he won he won over Ryan, but lost yeah. to Liam and Chris. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, are they brothers? I don't know. I don't know. You know? No, maybe. Okay, Steppy. Well, I have a few, but they're more like shoutouts than picks, really. I mean, are you are you unable to find a waiter list you like? Well, no, no, no <laughs> one brought hate on a waiter. I do see my good friend Richard Greenaway, but he brought like a rebel list, Alexander Callas. Oh, uh, did everybody bring malice on waiter? Uh, there are a few like on on Vader Defenders than we have. Uh... I just want to say that Vader Defender is more popular than Vader X One. There was seven, yeah, seven mm -hmm. of the seventeen Empire lists were Vader I'll... Defenders. That I'll is probably... more than ten percent of the list. Uh, oh, that's almost ten percent of the list in the tournament that had a Vader yeah. Defender. Yeah. Um, that also means it... that 13 of 17 Empire lists had some kind of Vader. <laughs> well, uh, uh, spot 17, Philip Vukic. He has Darth Vader in a Defender with Malice, Duke, and Cluster Missiles. Vizier with the Palpatine. And then instead of the um, uh, Seventh Sister, because, you know, you can fit her. Uh, like ben Benjamin Lee did with the advanced, uh, he brings Aiden Versio, and then two Jingoists uh, with Deadman Switch, which I find inter interesting. I've had a few fun games in 
legacy format with the Deadman Switchjankoists, where basically their dying kills half the table, and you know. But... Oh, but, but look at that item though. Predator marksmanship, HLC, and targeting computer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's heavy. That's that's one that's one you want to get off the board uh, pretty quickly. And but he I mean, was in seventeenth place. Yeah, we did see this um, uh, this Vader defender with the Malice Duke cluster missiles. That seems to be like the new Duplo for. For defenders, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and Duke on Vader is horrifying, especially with yep. his ability, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, absolutely. And each and every list in this tournament was built to twenty points. Yeah, yeah. Why should you give away a point? I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Shall we say that is that is it for uh, for the UK yeah. things here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just about to hit the two-hour mark, so I think it's a pretty good. Oh yeah, wow! Start time. winding down. Well, we still got a half hour left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I say start winding down. Nah, it's not not half half an hour. It's like two minutes or something. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Is it is it me time? Well, it's, it is it, easy time. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, a little news. So it's it's kind of a shout out. It's kind of a nut. So. Basically, uh, as people should know by now, I'm I'm not really happy with the 2.5 rule set. I mean, this game has been my number one hobby for eight years now, and it's, and I mean, it's it's more than a hobby. It's one of the reasons I go out and see people. Um, yeah, I mean, th- this game has pushed me for the last years between going to my local game store every week basically since i started except on like special leaves and during COVID, maybe and building a community and going to multiple tournaments abroad and meeting people creating creating stuff and giving a lot giving away a lot of stuff it's i mean the game has brought me joy and happiness and friendships didn't even hope to dream about when I started. It was, yeah. I think all of you can agree on that, right? Yep. But that basically changed in an instance. I mean, I'm basically drained. I I see nothing from this game I want anymore. Uh, It's not a game I like, as in 2.5, sure. 2.6 2.6 gave me hopes, but then those standard loadout cards came along and I was like, oh, I don't want to see this in the game. Um, yeah, I'm not saying the game is bad. I'm just saying the game is not for me. So I'm not trashing the game per se. It's just not for me. 
Um, yeah, so from the game rules to, I don't know, I felt like disrespect from the developers. I mean, that was that. This is my perspective, uh, and uh, and more as well as dressing from some of the highly known people uh, that just have been telling people if they don't like it, just go. Uh, by the way, some of those people were have been dressing 1.0 and 2.0 for years, so they are basically. <laughs> glass house, lots of rocks kind of thing. Mm. And and even comments from a few locals. I just, yeah, I can't do it anymore. I'm... So uh, I had a really long speech here. <laughs> it's basically, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to skip over things here. Okay, so. Um, between the pointing system, which is basically taking the bulk of the options away from me as a player, uh, uh, I, 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 I want to build stuff, and this is not the way I want to build it. This is just, yeah. Um, to, I mean, they were, they implemented even more restricted system and less choices and horrible bumping rules and and a lot more. It's not a changed game. It's a new game. It's AMG's Pimp My Ride X-Wing game. And with those standard loadouts, I might even say uh, X-Wing uh, The Gathering of some sort. And even worse, the super toxic 2.5 enjoyers who have been saying, like, like I said earlier, um, to people to leave and uh, you can read about it in the blog from uh, uh, Rogue, Rogue Leader for example if you read down the read down the comment line you can you can see some of those extremely toxic people so uh, this little podcast me and Aid started and then more people joined us and elevated the podcast to a high level and professionalism has been really the best. It's it started by it started by me and Aid talking on the phone for hours, list building and theory crafting. Um, and that's something I feel I can't really do any longer with this pointed twenty point system. And so it has basically been the best ride. And uh, as you notice, I am. Basically, beat. I'm drained. I have no enjoyment of talking about it any longer. Um, this is something I've been I've been thinking about for months, basically. Um, so I am basically gonna stop the poor fest in the podcast. I don't want to drag it down with negativity and bullshit. So I I, I just. I, I really want to want people to like this new game and it's just not for me. So right now I'm just going to, I'm going to take a break. going to go on hiatus. I'm going to find something else to do for a while. I'm not quitting. I'm not packing my things in a, into a box. I'm just, I'm taking a break from the podcast. Uh, maybe for the summer, maybe longer. I don't know. Uh, I yet, 
uh, and Jam, and hopefully Stepe as well, right, are going to continue. And I will be in the background helping out the stupid editor. I mean, we all know he needs help. Yes. And I, (laughs) yeah. And yeah, they're going to continue records. So uh, one last thing to all the people that are saying if you're if you're quitting now then they probably weren't gonna stay around for long like i've heard and this isn't an airport just go i'm just gonna say one last go fuck yourself to them (laughs) (laughs) just yeah i mean you know how who those people are yeah so exactly and this and, and I this think is it's very different when you've created something whether it is a blog or it is a podcast then i actually think that it it's almost rude to to leave without saying goodbye yeah i mean i mean i might come back i don't know uh i just yeah yeah i mean it's a goodbye for now uh, i might come back some time again if i find the enjoyment and i mean i've been playing 2.6 2.5 just uh I'll be honest 2. this 2.5 beta 2 it is better so maybe I am hopeful maybe right. in half a year half a year year I don't know maybe it's it's going to become a game I like so the last thing I want to say just shout out to all the guests throughout the year years the listeners the FFG staff the playtesters, the TOs around the world, community builders, all the friends I've met along the way, you know who you are. All the people who have just come up to me for chat when we were abroad, me and I, it's something I really cherish. And even the people who still love this game, I hope you will still love it for a long time, like I have done. So with these words, I'm out. Oh, thank you, Beasley. That sounded wrong. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You will that's, always uh, be welcome. Big... We still have a few mechanics <laughs> to resolve, so you'll have to come back for that at least. Yeah. I mean, this has been a big part of our lives for uh, a lot of time, a lot of years. Like you said, what is it, eight? 2014. Yeah. Since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's just hope everything gets better and Kisley comes back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I will I will say on my behalf that, uh, you know, I come in 2014 and then there's already this little core. I think you guys started just ahead of me, you and uh, Kisley and Eil. And, um, and, you know, with without you guys specifically you know there are a lot of people from that time i could thank but without you two guys you know i probably wouldn't still be here and gisle our games especially in 1.0 uh, <laughs> because you <laughs> you you completely overshadowed me in 2.0 but in 1.0 i mean almost every game was a nail biter and so exciting and some of my fondest memories and i am very grateful um Hey, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not that, I'm not that. I know. Just but, clear. 
I will still play <laughs> games with you guys. <laughs> and and, and I, I am grateful that we have met so that we can play games. But yeah. I'm sad to see you go from, you know. No, I, I, I'm not sad. I'm just, uh, it's just basically, I can't, I have a hard time faking it. So, and I don't want this podcast to become a, a bore fest. So rather just continue with guys who just like talking about it. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm being over dramatic. I I don't know, but I'm no, no. gonna take no. take take the take the summer off and think about things. And I mean, I, I I would I would have to take a break either way. So for the summer, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's an over dramatization of uh, you leaving your leaving a big part of your biggest uh, uh your biggest uh, like you said uh, your main hobby mm -hmm. oh yeah and uh yeah taking a hiatus from the foolish squadron family i will i will be on the chat unless you, you throw me away leave. we might <laughs> yeah we actually we might that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, so, you're always, anyone... always welcome, Gizzy. Um Whenever you want, pop in and insult us and go, or come in to stay. Whatever you need. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I won't even ask. I will be there if I want to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why I'm not bothering to let you know that you know uh, <laughs> can't come on. You, you'll just come on. Mm -hmm. um, so, let's... Uh, like Kisley said, he's not dying. He's just taking a break. Anybody else have any more shout-outs? Mm. Feels kind of wrong after this to start shouting out other people. No, 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 <laughs> well, no. Well, I've got one shout-out. These two <laughs> yeah. shout-outs. You go, Aid. All right. I, I will start with uh, number 75 in the, uh, in the tournament. Uh, Cormac Higgins. I think it's I think it's worth to note that the 17th best, best players uh, player in Iceland is uh, 75th in UK. Yeah, he should. Be and then we'll shout out Jesper. True. Uh, um, I don't know what I... happened with uh, with with Mr. Potato Head. Uh, he mm -hmm. only played one game. That's why he's 75th. Uh, uh, you don't have to mention that. <laughs> no, I mean I, I should make excuses for him. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Don't make excuses for him. Yeah. Anyway, I want to shout out. Yeah, Jan, Jan, he lost that game. So, oh yeah, okay, that's. <laughs> he rage quit. I mean, at least go O two drop like a normal person. And do you see the list he lost against? He was flying against Ello and Nian. <laughs> anyway, I want to shout out uh, all the all the, the the Danish players. I want to shout out in particular the ones that signed up and and wanted to go to xtc and i'm sorry we couldn't deliver a full team we will try again next year and then i better shout out uh nobby 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 nobby, nobby. um yeah um i i was thinking about shouting out rogue leader aka ben cooper who wrote a, a mic drop rant about the reasons why he's quitting and he's not going on a break or hiatus. He's just 
quitting the game. And it's uh, well worth uh, to read. But I'd also like to shout out Ryan Farmer, who is called out specifically in the article and uh, actually commented on it and said, sad to see you go. And, you know, he, you know, probably... Very, very respectful. Yeah. And, it, and pretty much, yeah. And he called out a few few players and who had not shown necessarily their better sides. And I think they've all responded gracefully. And then there are others who didn't quite <laughs> respond as gracefully, but this is this is not call out, this is shout outs. So I'm shouting out uh, those two specifically for, you know, just being, you know, respectful and showing, you know, with that, you know, we can communicate uh, in a decent manner. Yeah, even if we like different things. Yeah. Oh, and perhaps my final shout out then is to Gisle again. Just it, always a pleasure playing you. And uh, to quote Top Gun, you can be my wingman anytime. Oh. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, Gisle, <laughs> I remember I was once one of those players who found you at a tournament and got an old art card. Oh. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ, guys. Okay, we better cut it out now. Peasley, <laughs> come on, sing the farewell with us. Oh wait, should we do like a rehash of uh that uh Disney song? Take all three of them that we've done? Like right now. No. No. I don't I don't I I mean I think they'll forgive us the F bombs, but they won't forgive us that. <laughs> Not live. A row. Never there was there, there was only one F bomb. No, I did one. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody got their F bomb in. Anyway, till next time, we'll be back. Super.